0: Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty, large black bags.
2: Hello. Uh, Hello. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. This is the warm up period where my voice is still a problem. And it's going to take, like, you know, it's like an old car. You start it up, and then it's like that. Ah, that's that's the way I am right now. That's why I sound the way I do. Uh, I don't feel all that great, but it could be worse. The worst was on uh, Wednesday. That was, oh, my God. It just felt so out of sorts. It was just messed up. Uh, that was extremely, extremely messy. Um, but, yeah, we're good. Oh, okay. good. As, the, uh, as David Hasselhoff once said, this show happens in the Impact Power Sports studio. Thank you so much. If you ever want to say hello and reach out to me, you can drop me a line on the, uh, excuse me, uh, Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at EricZaneShow Let's see, Stacy is here. Welcome to you. Amy is here. Stevie, Tyler the Joke Man, Rebecca. There's a Rebecca and then there's a Becky. I know Rebecca. I think I know Becky. Uh, all right. Should be a decent weekend. Uh, it's I'm to a point now on the weekends where I'm so involved in the sports broadcasting, the uh, PA work, uh, close to home here. We've got a hockey game tonight. By the way, today is first day of Women's History Month. So all of you historic women, this is for you. Tomorrow, Okay, hockey Friday. Saturday, I've got two damn hockey games. The first one is the one that everybody wants to see. The fire department taking on the police department in hockey. Uh, last year, this was uh, a slaughter. I think the cops... Beat the shit out of the fire guys. Fire women. Fire I don't know. There were ladies playing in the game. <coughs> a couple people dropped the gloves. They've had it with each other. Uh, that game goes on again tomorrow. At about 1230. And then after that, I go home for a little bit and then back to the rink for another damn game. The Griffins. And then Sunday... It's gold basketball. Oh, my God. Sunday is also a big fraud Sunday with EZ and Ben Glaze, who is with us now. Uh, We are excited to get after uh, a big fraud Sunday, starting with who are these Zanes? I think Ben has enough material. I know I do. And then uh, that starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That live stream will kick off then. And then that'll go for about 45 minutes or so. And then right after that, we will start the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Another great adventure that will be. You can take part in that for free. All you have to do is sign up on Patreon for seven days free. Patreon.com slash Eric Uh I don't know what's getting in uh what what's in the water here but i've um started to I, i'm sure this is temporary um attempt to repair things that are busted around this house and there's a lot when the legendary engineer extraordinaire he's got a doctorate's degree in being a radio engineer dave grant came to the studio to um, get the lay of the land about getting my radio show up and running, which debuts March 18th. Uh, he came to the door. He texts me. He says, I'm at the door. Dave's like really kind of subdued. I'm at the door. I go walking over there and he's looking at where the doorbell is. But there's no doorbell there. There's a, there's like two wires. And uh, he goes, "That's good." And I can tell I'm getting judged. Like, yeah, I know. He gets in here, checks things out. He's sitting where I am right now, and at some point he turns around and looks behind me at the door, and he goes. Did you have to kick your, did you have to kick your door in? Cause it's all fucked up. I go, uh, yeah. Yep. He goes, were you drunk? I go, no, I don't drink Dave. Are you kidding me? I haven't drank since 1996. <clears> oh, what happened? I go, I don't know. The damn thing locked dogs were in here. It was a minute before the show started and I had to get in here. So whammo. So he thinks I'm a loser. So yesterday, uh went ahead got the replacement doorbell, like the 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 button you push, and it turns out that the actual doorbell in the house was uh was no good. So uh I replaced it. Now it still looks pretty because he said to me, I sent him a picture of the button. I go, hey, I did it. And he says, Yeah, that was looking pretty ghetto. But I don't know how much all right, if you go in the house. When I took the old actual doorbell off, the one that's in the house, you, you push a button and it goes ding dong. Well, that the room had been painted, and so what was underneath the doorbell hadn't. So then you put the new doorbell on, and it's not the same shape. So there's still like uh, two colors of paint visible now, what the rest of the room is and whatever the hell was underneath the doorbell. Primer, I don't know. Cole says, did you show him the hot tub? I'm going to make sure that I don't point out the doorbell to him because he'll be like, look, even though you replaced it, it's still ghetto. All right. Then there's, um, I had to do some work on the alarm. We got this alarm system here, and the alarm has been telling me that there's, okay, it doesn't tell you anything. What it does is it wakes you up in the middle of the night And that's, that's awful. Okay. And I don't know why it malfunctions in the middle of the night, because if you, it's all fucked up. And, um, so then it should just say, um, low batteries, but it doesn't do that. It just says nothing. I'm just going to wake you up. So I call the alarm company. Actually, I did. Uh, you, you, you can't call, you know, excuse me. You can't call. You have to go and chat now. Um, you're chatting with a robot and then you have to click that. You want to uh, hit, talk to a live agent. So finally, when the, someone is typing directions to you, I start out with, Hey, alarm is malfunctioning. Can you send an agent or a person to come? They go, well, before we do that, we want to try to see if you can troubleshoot it. This is how they do it. They, they're giving you the power and, um, I'm like, God damn it. I don't want to do this shit. Okay, you hit star two, and then you scroll through. So amazingly, I'm looking at the phone, and they're talking with me. They go, all right, hit this button, and then this button. What do you see? And I explain it. He goes, okay, that's good. Hit this button, and this button. What do you see? Okay, uh, this. All right, great. He goes, the batteries need to be replaced on the pad. And I'm like, okay, cool. But why couldn't it have just said that? Instead of waking me up in the middle of the goddamn night. Okay. Then I can't get the fucking thing off. I send a picture to my brother-in-law charity scam. Mike, I go, how do I get this fucking thing out? Cause that's, this is his line of work. Installing alarms. He tells me, I go, all right, great. Get after it. I'm able to get the goddamn pad off. And okay. I thought at the worst I'd have a couple uh couple of these lithium batteries you know the ones that i think you're not supposed to throw those in the garbage lithium batteries like the old ones like they explode i threw it in the garbage but um not only are they lithium batteries but it's like six lithium batteries in a like a a a pack they're like wrapped in a in a in a And a plastic pack. It looks like the type of shit you wrap a boat in when it's winter. With like a wire coming out of it. It's like a huge cell. You could drive a car with that fucking thing. All right. I get the uh, needle nose pliers. Pull that thing out. I've got it. I've broken nothing. So this is a win. I'm like, this is great. Uh, Go on Amazon. Get the exact same thing. Order it. I wish the story had some type of catastrophic ending, but it doesn't. My point in all this is that I was doing shit. And I don't know where the time came from, frankly. Stand by. I am still a absolute mess right now, by the way. Um, also, I bought the parts to repair the door. Now, this is where I am way out of my element. This requires like getting my jigsaw and cutting the fucking door jam because the door jam is all busted out. It's either repair it like the way I'm going to or buy a new door and then have someone install it for me. And I'm like, fuck this shit. I am going to do this. I am going to get this done. So that's part of um, part of the goal. Megan says, "What the f is this anniversary thing? She's new to uh, some of the accolades you get on Twitch." You're well, it says you've subscribed to the show for 24 months and you're on a 4-month streak. That's good. Welcome. Kenny, like a child, announces, <laughs> "Hey, it's first day of my birthday month." <laughs> What? Ben wrote, okay, good for you, LOL. That's a polite way of saying who gives a shit. Birthday month, Kenny? I mean, come on. You're like a 65-year-old guy. Uh, Pooh Bear's birthday month, too. If you must, I think you can, I think chicks can pull off birthday month. I don't know if dudes can pull off uh, birthday month, unless it's me. Uh, Pooh Bear's birthday is coming up fast and, uh, I know what I'm getting her. It is influenced by one of our sweetest members in this chat, Sarah Rook Rock Roosh. Um, Sarah Rook Rock Roosh has a device where, um, You set it up in the yard, okay? And uh, the birds come and they land and they enjoy the food and then there's a camera there that takes pictures of the bird and then it sends it like right to your phone and then it like identifies the bird. And look, when you get old, that's a big deal. I like that shit. So this is going to be awesome. Okay. Occasionally we'll get like a hawk show up or a falcon, not even kidding in the same area where the bird feeder we have now is. Now those birds kill the little ones and slaughter like all the goddamn chipmunks and the squirrels and the mice. Uh, but I am absolutely stoked about this uh this this device where you can it'll shoot the goddamn video or the picture of the bird that is so sweet i love that stuff so welcome to you thank you for being here uh to the eric zane show podcast uh all of that happening in the last 24 hours and um Still kind of feeling like shit. I tell you, I, I, I wake up and I'm like, okay, God, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm, I'm actually going to call in sick again. I'm just like, shut up. Drink your coffee. You'll be fine. Stand by. <clears throat> oh. A lot of that. A lot of that going on. Whatever this crud is that I have is just kind of moving through. And I don't care for it. Uh, All right. Close to home. Um, John Gibbs. Is the guy in our beautiful Ottawa County. It's just remarkable. How the attitude has changed. And. All right. Without getting uh, going too far down the rabbit hole where I live, the folks in Ottawa County bring in this guy, John Gibbs, to run, help run the show. It's a hired position called the county administrator. They give him like north of two hundred thousand uh, dollars to do the job. Everybody's on the same page. they are all these freedom fighting patriots, anti covid, you know. Anti-COVID vaccine, anti-max, mask, all this shit. Uh, Somewhere down the road, uh, Gibbs fell out of favor. (coughs) Excuse me. Rebecca says, drink hot tea with honey. Oh, believe me, I have been. Uh, They fired that guy yesterday and now they're going to get sued. Audio check, video check.
3: By the Ottawa County Board of Commissioners. In their first meeting since reaching an agreement with the health officer, Adeline Hamley, the board has now voted to fire Administrator John Gibbs. It comes after Gibbs was put on leave last week when complaints about his behavior became
4: known.
3: Aides Taylor Morris is live for us in Ottawa County tonight.
2: Now, um, to be clear, Gibbs suspected he was going to get fired for something, so he sent off a warning letter from his... Uh, Lawyers saying, yeah, you better not fire this guy or he's going to sue you. And then shortly thereafter, these jokers put together a list of things that he had done that they claim um, that are all uh, conduct issues that can result in firing. He denies all that shit. Now he's fired. Right with the very latest Taylor.
5: Brian, the board decided to terminate Gibbs's contract in a 10-to-1 vote tonight. After the meeting, I had a chance to ask Commissioner Doug Zylstra, who voted not to terminate Gibbs, why that was his decision. He told me he believes the board needs to do more work. God, that
2: Rebecca Curran is so goddamn attractive.
5: To make sure they've done due process. I love her
2: hair. Holy
5: shit, look at her.
2: Too bad she's a wacko.
5: But prior to that vote, an additional meeting regarding Adeline Hambly took place and lasted about 10 minutes. Chairman Joe Moss acknowledged the resolution between the board and Hambly, solidifying that she will remain as Ottawa County's top health officer.
2: By the way, I watched a lot of that uh, meeting yesterday, the public comment. God damn. There are some uh, of those idiots that live in the community that just get up there and they just ramble on. This Harvey Nichols piece of shit. And this other fat fuck, bull haircut, uh, uh, suspender-wearing fat fuck asshole. I think I called him fat fuck three times there. Oh. God, those two drive me crazy.
5: In the meeting to fire Gibbs, Joe Moss motioned to terminate Gibbs for cause. Commissioner Allison... Someone said
2: that John Gibbs looks like the stern character Beetlejuice.
5: Dima seconded that motion. It was also made clear by Moss that Gibbs was invited to tonight's meeting. However, he did not show up. The board also discussed the possibility of mediation, but ended up firing Gibbs. Now, when it comes to the complaints made against Gibbs last Friday, Moss disclosed a letter outlining a number of complaints against the county administration. Administrator. The later, the letter states Gibbs made threats against County Attorney Jack Jordan, as well as derogatory comments with both sexual and religious connotations toward Commissioner Gretchen Cosby. It also states he created a hostile workplace environment for his employees. And on Tuesday, Gibbs's attorney sent us a response to the allegations, roundly rejecting them.
3: I move to the attorney, Mr. Gibbs' contract applause
6: because the board is determined that Mr. Gibbs, in connection with the performance of his duties under the employment agreement, uh, has been dishonest, committed gross misconduct,
3: and or committed willful malfeasance.
5: Another thing that Moss made clear tonight during the meeting was that Gibbs' job will be posted immediately. Live in Olive Township, Taylor Morris, News 8.
2: Okay, so since they took over, first they tried to fire Hambly. Uh, Then they offered her $4 million to leave, which they didn't have to pay. Then they ended up coming to an agreement to keep her on. They voted unanimously on that. They they brought Gibbs in. Now they fire Gibbs. And what I want to know is, are they now going to get sued? Uh, to bring up all things Ottawa County, you whenever you talk about all things Ottawa County, you have to bring in uh, Joe Spalding,
3: Eric Zane. Hey,
2: Joe, how are you?
3: Uh, I am doing terrific. Uh, I'm uh, feeling pretty good. What's going on?
2: So these uh, these wackos are like uh, uh, eating their own. It seems like.
3: The, I mean, yeah, that's one of the ways they, uh, that you can put it: uh, circular firing squad. Uh, they're uh, having a total nuclear meltdown. It's it's worse than Chernobyl, is another way to put it.
2: Um, do you think that they've opened up a lawsuit by firing Gibbs?
3: Um, I think the way the way that they did it uh, definitely raises some serious questions. And I think, um, as usual, if you look at what Doug Ziles is saying, it's usually pretty quiet and reserved. Uh, but it's usually pretty correct. And uh, what gives his attorney is accusing uh, is that Joe Moss didn't have any of these reasons to fire him until uh, he collected them after he decided he was going to fire him. And that's kind of even more confirmed by the fact that they're just kind of airing that all out in the open. And uh, I. I don't know what the specifics of, of the, the law are, but I think that uh, as much as I don't like the guy, John Gibbs is entitled to due process. And that kind of went out the window. And it's very right. weird. Yeah, it's very <sighs> weird seeing Joe Moss just decide that, oh, this happened in closed session, but I'm going to be all public about it. But their lawyer is just putting an iron uh, you know lock on whatever happened in the closed session when they were discussing the $4 million that they wanted to pay Adeline Hambly to quit.
2: My God. Um, did you do a live stream last
3: night? So uh, last night I streamed the meetings. They're, they turned the comments off on YouTube. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, I, I think that that deprives a, a lot of people of their ability and like something that they've grown accustomed to. And I think that the way the open meetings act and the way the first amendment are written that like when we have this ability, this avenue to speak publicly and the government decides to turn it off or take it away, uh, that's uh, an impediment of our first amendment rights. That's how I feel about it. But, you know, second to that, uh, if they're not going to allow comments, I can stream that content, no problem. And let people comment underneath there.
2: That's a great idea.
3: Yeah. Well, thanks.
2: Um, Um, Yeah, so uh, can they get in trouble for not allowing those comments? Is that a violation or is it like kind of a gray area?
3: I'm positive that it has, nothing like that has been tested in court. Uh, the streaming of these local meetings is something that very few places did. I know Ann Arbor did it for a while, um, but until COVID. And then they did it out of necessity. And some communities continue to do it and some don't. But uh, you know, if they did decide to stop streaming altogether, i just make sure I sat in there with a camera and live stream. But it's not, you know, it, it takes more time for me, but... You know, there's no limit to the amount I'm willing to dedicate to making sure we remove these people from office. And that requires us seeing what they're doing
2: Uh, in your time since you started. um, I mean, I you became um, known as as this has uh, all percolated for the past 15 months or whatever. Um, Have you noticed anybody like um, almost like a private detective keeping an eye on you or has there ever been anything suspicious that's gone on in your life?
3: Uh, I, I don't know if I've like been like tailed or anything. Yeah. I know, uh, what one, one time, uh, I was blasting George Michael out of, uh, uh, out of my mom's Volkswagen Beetle that I was borrowing to go to a Jenison school board meeting uh, to annoy the former chair of the GOP who was standing in the parking lot in a circle because uh, his buddy flipped me the bird when I was walking out of the meeting. <laughs> and uh, I got home. I was fine. A couple of days later, the sheriff was knocking <laughs> on my door while I was playing Call of Duty. And so I finished the match at Call of Duty Uh, Not the sheriff, sheriff, but the deputy or whoever. Yeah. And uh, he was was about to take off, and he he insisted that I, you know, call down to um, the sheriff's department. This, I I guess that John John DeBlay guy had called the sheriff and said that um, I was, you know, threatening him from my car uh, with my George Michael music very loudly. And uh, so uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really inclined to go talk to you guys about that. That's pretty pretty dumb and stupid. So I'm not. And then, you know, he, he and I like walk past each other at the next meeting. There's no no problem between us. And then, uh, I, you know, I, but what I happened was I mentioned it at a board meeting and I said, you know, we could open up alternative theories to why these charges, those, those accusations were being made. And that might ma- mean that there's discovery involved with all the board members and they shut they cl- they shut the shit down. Right. So that was like actually the first indication that I got that they don't want you seeing their emails from uh, uh, around the time they took office at all. Uh, and that kind of was further cemented in the Hambly hearing. So, like, I, I don't know what they're hiding. And they've got all sorts of nefarious crap that they've done out in the open. But there's got to be worse stuff that they have that's still private.
2: Um, with this deal with Gibbs, now there's potential that more money could be flying out the window on a potential lawsuit. And that comes out of taxpayers' pockets, Correct.
3: Yeah. um, We lose the lawsuit. We lose uh, the county loses the lawsuit, which, you know, I don't have any reason to believe that Gibbs was wrong about Coleman legal group being really, really bad at their jobs. Um, You know, that's more money. That's a lot. It's probably a lot more money uh, because stakes are pretty high there. And I think that like when Gibbs, lawyer comes in. Talking about, you know, he'll retire if you give him six hundred and forty, or you give him four hundred thousand. Like, I think part of that was like, we're gonna see what Joe Moss does, because I think he's gonna overreact, and then you're gonna have a case, and that's gonna be the baseline then. So, like, yeah, I, I'm guessing like four x that six. I think like two million dollars is probably on the line. As crazy as that sounds,
2: there was also the news that the judge did in fact say that four million dollars. Uh, would have flown out the window to Adeline Hambly because of the conversations and the proof uh, that was acknowledged from the earlier discussions but for I forgot how they worded it why why that wouldn't be awarded do you remember how they worded
3: that yeah so what happened was like Joe Moss you know they all came out of that uh, really long closed session and they voted uh, for uh, to continue council's recommendation of uh, pursuing a settlement. And they, there's almost no doubt, like no sane doubt that they decided that they were gonna pay her $4 million uh, to resign. But that resolution that they made was so ambiguously worded because their, their, I, their mentality at the time was they didn't want a bigger media fiasco than it already was. And they thought that the way to do that was to be like really quick and really uh, coy and make that motion, say continue that right resolution and then go on from there and make everybody wonder what that resolution is. But we know it was $4 million. Right. It's just the judge said that that wasn't a specific enough uh, motion after that closed session right. to find that resolution. I mean,
2: like if it had been in writing, it might uh, she may have had an easier time getting that money because Hambly was like, all right, if you want to give me four $4 million, give me $4 million. Um, yeah. Which,
3: so, 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 so like in those negotiations, they do things, you know, verbally, because that's how you do things quickly. And then the lawyers put it out in writing. But like those details were already set. Right. Yeah, um, so. So like, yeah, if it was in writing, like they were in the process of putting it in writing when this when the county realized that they couldn't do what they promised they could do.
2: I have a friend who knows Moss personally. They, I think they go to the same church and he's, you know, uh-huh. he's right wing. But him and I get along. Even though he's a uh, a ding dong, and he even said, "Yeah, uh, we're sick of him. you know, en- enough is enough." And I think that he is representative. He is the representative of uh, of the person that you uh, want to vote them out. The ones that that uh, rushed to their support uh, during the COVID shit. Uh, nobody cares anymore. They they just want people that are uh, 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 a little bit more closer um to the to the pack who they just want normal republicans that's all they want now
3: yeah i mean they want they they definitely want they want folks that are responsible with with tax dollars and i mean i got two two things on that and i think that uh, a lot of the crazier side of the donald trump stories i think a lot of the incompetence stuff mirrors a lot of what we see in ottawa county and that makes sense because john gibbs you know worked for for trump and if you look at the primary vote Donald Trump did worse in Ottawa County than he did statewide, and that's just like completely upside down wow. for what a you know re- Republican yeah normally does. Uh, and it's people are looking for a way out of that, like unabashed um, belligerent. It's not conservatism, but it's it's right wing politics. And then this yeah. So I, I think that. That's right, and the other thing that that kind of reminds me of when you talk about knowing someone that went to his that uh, goes to a church. Uh, when we were running the petition to recall Lucy Evil, uh, we were sitting out in the par- park- parking lot in front of actually uh, the exercise place where she Lucy Evil coaches uh, class like twice a week. Which, oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah,
2: yeah, she's right. very she's very athletic.
3: Sure, whatever, but like <laughs> uh, some. Some uh some guy stopped by to lift a truck and he came out and he's like, Well, I can't sign your petition, but I gotta tell you that I went to high school Joe Moss. And that guy was just like the creepiest kind of weird, like, but the entire time back then. And I'm like, Well, that's like really good information. But like it's like that and you know, that tells me that like maybe like that person isn't gonna like show up and vote for like a, a Democrat in Allendale or whatever, but like they're not going to vote for an Ottawa impact no. Republican again. They see the damage that they've done. And, uh, like, you know, between that and the numbers on Trump, I'm like, th- there's definitely a feeling here that, like, there needs to be a readjustment, at least within the Republican Party. And I think, you know, greater politics countywide. But.
2: Do you think that Trump is going to win the general election?
3: Uh, my, well, I don't know uh, because I haven't done any electoral math on it. And it, it, I can tell you that it does. That does worry me. I think that's that'd be bad for the stability in our country. Um, I think that we already juiced all the jokes that we can get out of him um, from the first time that he ran for office. So for comedy, it's like marginal increase right. for no net benefit. But uh, I I haven't done the like election I think that I'm pretty sure Trump loses in Michigan uh based on the numbers in the primary there's no enthusiasm wow, I didn't you know it's,
2: nobody's covered that that the um that the primary uh you know it was just basically that was a that was kind of uh not not uh, talked about about how he actually did I don't know there's a lot that could be uh going on here because Trump has been so dominant that a lot of people may not have come out to vote
3: Well, Michigan is the state where the press is able to speak about the Israel-Palestine situation as an electoral issue. So that's what covers the, you know, that's what covers the news cycle when we have a primary and Biden's on the ballot. And that's what was in the news cycle. And what did we see? We saw the movement for that uh, undeclared get like 13% statewide. So it's not like it was super significant event. But like when I'm looking at the numbers that I'm seeing, like Joe Biden get more votes than Donald Trump, not just in Wayne County, but like oakland county like you know oakland county kalamazoo county ingham county like that like the top 15 counties by population the state joe biden got more votes than donald trump if you add all the numbers up
2: um okay anything else that we need to touch on i think I, i i do want to mention that in last week's meeting i saw you were in front of the board and you called them assholes uh is that is that a first have you have you have you called them assholes to their face before
3: I I don't think I've I've used assholes like that, that, that one's that one one is is kind of like uh, I, I try to use that when I feel like they might feel like they self own own that a little bit and right. that was like right after I told them I told you so and right after I said that uh, the GOP is like essentially kicking them and Cuomo out and that's kind of racist and sexist uh, probably but they can't say that because <laughs> they think that racism and sexism are are like unicorns they don't exist yeah right. <laughs>
2: Oh my God. Um, and finally there's two guys that are regulars at those meetings. Who's the giant with the bull haircut and the suspenders and the, he's the old guy. He leans on the podium. Driveway game. That's the guy. Yes. That's the guy. He always speaks twice. That fucker. He, he, uh, he's, he's always going way deep on the religion and talking about his sins and shit like that. He was up to the same old goddamn thing yesterday.
3: Yeah, Driveway Dave is a very interesting character. Like, every other one of his speeches are just, like, so generic that they could apply to any council meeting anywhere in the country. Right, yes. And then, like, he originally got on board. He thought that this board was his ticket to getting a driveway easement, which is why we call him Driveway Dave. Okay. Because the last board wouldn't help him with his driveway easement, he got really mad. He used to be an Allendale Township uh, trustee.
2: God damn, he reminds me of... uh... Like, uh, you know, the guy who um, tells you beef, it's what's for dinner or whatever. He's just kind of like this, this aw shucks, ho-hum type of guy. And then there's Harvey Nickel. Harvey Nickel. Oh, God damn. He's still talking about uh, pandemic shit.
3: Uh, And that's like, and I kind of want to, like, I don't want to interrupt someone when when they're being a complete fool, but like, he is the constant reminder that, like, that mentality, everything that they have to offer is, you know, as good as sticking us all back in 2020. It, Like, it, it is a new lockdown in a, in a weird way. Wow. You know, and that that's what they want. They just want, they want to be in this bubble of grievance and vengeance politics where they, they can just be mad at a generic enemy. It's really weird.
2: Yep, yep. Yep. Uh, my God. All right. I got a comment from one of my audience members who loves Trump. She writes just because he's an asshole doesn't mean he was not a good president. He did good things. Do you agree that Donald Trump did good things? Joe Spaulding.
3: I, I, I mean like, I, I struggle to remember any specific ones like, and like, What they just said, like, you know, say that about, about, like, you could hear anyone say that about Barack Obama to your uh, Trump supporting friend, right? Like, you know, you can think he's an asshole, but I think he did some good things. Um, But like with Donald Trump, um, I I know for a fact that he botched the COVID uh, response. I have family members that died from that. Um, Just recently, we have this college student that the right wingers were just screaming about getting murdered by a Venezuelan. Uh, You know, immigrant, and he's, uh, you know, undocumented immigrant, came across the border illegally. The thing is, on his way out the door, Donald Trump said that Venezuelans aren't getting deported from our country anymore. And that got broadcasted across Venezuela. And so all the Venezuelans thought they had an open invitation to come here. And, uh, you know, that, that girl's death is on Donald Trump's hands. So like, even on the issues that the right wingers and that Donald Trump fans care about, like they, they refuse to hold him accountable for the damage that he's done there. Well, I think, you know,
2: and the, and the big hitters trying to steal the election, uh, all the lies, all that bullshit, all of the, uh, January sixth stuff that he caused, he did. I mean, literally blood on his
3: hands. Well, and, Eric Zay, and- let, let me let me let me say there was one good thing I can remember he did. Now that I'm thinking about it, Donald Trump banned bump stocks, uh, and that was after the worst massacre in the history of the United States in Las Vegas, uh, where a guy you know he rained he was raining down uh, a thousand rounds a minute, it was just 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 coming down. So that was good when he banned bump stocks. Cole writes
2: the fuck it is is anything Biden's fault. Do you think that there's anything Joe Biden's done that's glaring? I would say yes, there's plenty, right?
3: Yeah, I mean like I think that like I I think that he's being slightly too cautious on pushing back on Netanyahu publicly on Israel Palestine. Like uh, that's that's super that's super not great. I think that the Biden administration made a calculated choice not to pursue prosecuting Donald Trump for crimes they knew he did off the bat for like a year and a half or two years. Those were critical mistakes for our country um, that Joe Biden should own and answer for. Uh,
2: Cole, he writes, banning bump stocks did nothing. And I don't think there's any way to quantify that it did nothing. I mean, you have a, uh, that is a way to make a uh, weapon that is not automatic, extremely automatic. So, I mean, unless there's some way of getting in the head of a mass shooter said, yeah, this has been a lot worse if I had a bump stock, there's really no way to tell.
3: So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't want to have the data to find that out. Like I, I just want the mass shootings to right, stop. Right. And so from, from my perspective, yeah. Like I, I'm going to be grateful that Donald Trump did that. And, uh, our, our guy online there can, you know, yeah. Give, well, I'm sad about it. That's
2: fine. Ryan writes. I mean, pretty sure that Trump was good with the mob lynching his vice president. Yeah,
3: there's that yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like yeah. I. I mean, like I told Mike. Mike Pence he sucks balls, but I, you know, didn't want to put him on a gallows. No,
2: you didn't want to murder the guy. Uh, Joe Spaulding, it's always wonderful talking politics, both local and national with you. Uh, you're, you're easy to talk to and quite fun. Uh, what's, what's, what are you doing today? You doing anything fun? I mean, did, do you ever have time to relax?
3: Yeah. Uh, my, uh, uh the woman I'm seeing, she's got a, a kid who's turning 11 when we throw in a little birthday celebration. Uh, she, she likes to kick my ass in Tekken. So Tekken that's, uh, the old school video game. Yeah, they got the new one out. It's Tekken 8. eight. It's a lot faster and I'm a lot slower. So it's like I'm starting to, you know, feel, feel the wrath of the, the L's there. They stack up.
2: Hey, uh, I, someone suggested that I get Trump on the phone. Do you want
3: to talk to Trump? Do I want to talk to Trump? I'm not, not really. I have no really desire to do that.
2: Have you ever heard
3: my Trump? I, I haven't heard your Trump.
2: If I got Trump on, would you talk to him?
3: uh yeah okay stand by
2: stand by stand by i'm gonna get trump on right now don't go anywhere i'm gonna call him and then you can you can ask him whatever you want you're gonna love this if you haven't already heard it okay you you just be quiet i'm gonna or i should say it's gonna go quiet for a second I'll, i'll bring him in here
7: Good morning, Big
4: Fraud. This is your favorite president.
2: Uh, yes. Uh, hello, Mr. President. How are you?
4: Well, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. What what uh, do I owe the pleasure of this call this morning?
2: Uh, I, have a, uh, I have a great friend of mine uh, who uh, has, I, I just said, hey, it's time to talk to Trump. So I'd like to introduce you to Joe Spaulding, Mr. President.
4: Oh, is this one of my wonderful supporters, Joe Spaulding?
3: Is that who this is? Joe? Uh i I, i'm just a voter in michigan uh mr trump there yeah this is
4: this is tremendous you're one of our great patriots aren't you joe (laughs) Uh, the
3: absolute greatest
2: um mr president he's uh he just um we were just talking about your old pal john gibbs just uh, just got oh, John fired.
4: Gibbs, yes, yes, yes. I heard this. It's terrible what they've done to him. I think he was really going to do great things for that little county over there. Terrible, actually, what they've done to him. But, you know, he's not that great of a guy. I found out that he's not that great of a guy, this John Gibbs. Not that great. Re-
2: really? How come? I don't, I don't understand.
4: Well, you see, he's, he's quite large, I think. I think he's quite fat. I think he's very large. And they, you know, they have, he wanted a lot of money or something. I don't know. They're telling me he's not that great of a guy. He might've not done good things. I don't know.
2: Joe, are
4: we going to make the Joe Pete skinny again? Wait. I didn't understand a word with that shithead just said. I don't know what he said. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? Would he, he say
3: something about something? Uh,
2: I'm sorry, <laughs> Joe. I'm sorry, Joe. Say that again, please.
3: I said, are we going to make the Republican party skinny again, Mr. Trump. Well, oh, I, think,
4: I think we could do a lot to the, the rhinos that are sitting in the Republican Party. I mean, they're so unloyal, actually, if you think about it, Joe. A lot of these rhinos, they're terrible. They're terrible for the Republican Party. They need to go away. They need well, to go away so fast. It was I, great I, I that the, well, Senator McConnell finally said that he's out. I think he said he's out. He's out, totally out, which is a good thing. I think they need to get him the hell out of there. He's,
3: I mean, he's malfunctioning half the time. He's like a little
4: robot or something. We don't know.
3: Would you say that most of the rhinos in the Republican Party right now are white rhinos or black rhinos? Well, I think they could be anything. I don't know. I think I think it doesn't really matter
4: because they're clearly they're clearly very rhinos. They're rhinos and they're not that great. You know, I think I think if you think about it, the Constitution could use a lot of adjustments. I think we could probably we could probably suspend it entirely. If you
2: think of it, suspend the Constitution sounds like uh, you're you're like becoming a dictator, sir.
4: You know, you've said this before, Big Frog. But what I think we have to do, I think we have to suspend the Constitution, totally suspend it, and maybe come up with a new one. I mean, it was written so long ago. You know, I think I think it's not that it's not applicable to certain scenarios anymore. Like like I should be I should be totally
3: immune, totally
4: immune totally. to anything because I'm a presidential I, candidate,
3: Joe. I don't think you're that far off i think we should uh, suspend the constitution uh, above a ladder in madison square garden have you and joe biden go at it
2: <laughs> kind of like joe you, biden yeah. no. it would be it would
4: be hilarious by the way because we all know he he couldn't even he couldn't even get over the get over into the ring he probably would fall apart i mean have you seen this guy try to get up into the aeroplane He he's tripping he's, he's falling all over the place he can't keep his eyes open
2: i don't even know if he has eyeballs let's be so honest yeah yeah
4: and it's, it's terrible. It's terrible what they've done to this 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 poor little innocent old man.
2: yes. well, I must say, even though you two are pretty close in age, he seems like he's like five decades older than you i I, I have to admit
4: clearly, clearly I mean I'm so I'm so I'm probably the if you think about it, the i mean i'm I'm the epicenter of fitness and health. if you think about it. I mean, there's nobody I mean I'm probably probably decades in terms of my health more healthier than him. I think my doctors say so much healthier so much healthier i just i'm
3: so smart and
4: intelligent as well you wouldn't believe how intelligent i am
3: uh is that the same doctor that you had back when you were uh, in the oval office there with the uh, interesting haircut
4: oh yes he's great he's great he's one of our great military one of our great military members he's a great doctor <laughs> listen the thing is you have to remember the economy under me was booming inflation under joe biden and these crooked democrats is terrible I mean in Russia Russia Joe Spaulding, over in Russia they get groceries you can af- you can afford groceries much better over in Russia and inflation here in the United States is terrible. What they've done. I mean, you go to the. I mean, you're probably a fat guy if you're living in Ottawa County. So you probably oh. go to the grocery store, <laughs> and you're you're probably spending what two, three hundred dollars now. It used to be maybe fifty to a hundred. I mean, it's terrible. That's with
2: your yep. yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, and so we can fix the economy so quickly, so quickly, Joe. We need people like you to help help vote for Donald Trump, and what? we can fix the economy. We're gonna.
2: I mean, I'm America's favorite president. I think. Maybe
4: be more popular than abraham lincoln
2: i don't uh i don't more think that um i don't think that uh joe spalding is going to support you sir
4: a, I, think, I, think, I think he would i think he would support a winner i think he would support a winner <laughs> he would probably support a winner because we know joe biden is a total loser total loser i could convert any one of your stupid fans into, <laughs> into trump supporters if you think about it <laughs>
3: uh well was- uh, i mean the, it's it's tough because you know we're both like easy and i are uh, huge lifelong lions fans so like the whole winner loser thing it just it lost its impact uh, a decade and a half ago
2: so, um sir
4: I, I mean i don't know what the hell you're talking about because the lions are clearly losers they lost so big this year they're, they're probably the biggest losers actually Woo-hoo. if you think about it total losers total losers not not that great not that great of an organization
2: Sir, we uh, I, I appreciate it. I gotta let you go, sir. Sir, oh, I think he hung up. Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> he just hangs that up.
3: Awesome.
2: Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, it's always good to have the president, you know, like on speed dial. You know.
3: Yeah, he's like Batman. He just kind of disappears. Yeah, so that, you notice it,
2: but yeah. he does it all. He just hangs up. But usually, he calls me a nasty name. Oh uh all right joe i appreciate you as always give my best to the people in your life that are close to you even though i don't know them and uh till the till the next day till the next episode oh
3: yeah call anytime easy it's been great all right buddy
2: yep see it there you go joe spaulding kenny says that was this is the first good three-way call we've had three-way calls before is all i think this is trump's first however um all right, uh, Amanda getting all sorts of heat about her. Trump was a great president thing. I don't even have to say anything. Everybody's beating the shit out of her. And then she drops the, ah, hey, trust me. There are presidents that were way worse than Trump. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about any who, uh, Tried to uh, overturn the election. That's weird. Let's start there. Give me one president who tried to over th- overturn the election. You idiot, dumbass, fucking supersized twat. What the fuck is wrong with you? God damn. All sorts of attacks. Uh, Tyler says, careful, big fraud, Zane. Your voice is not in shape to do Amanda impression. I like how people like Amanda just say, oh, yeah, he was great. Hey, hey uh, Facts don't care about your feelings. What facts? There are no facts. All you've said was, oh, yeah, trust me. There were words. Hey, uh, uh. What the fuck? What an idiot. That that might be the dumbest thing you've said. We all know that Amanda loves the president that wants to kill all gay people. That's horrible. Um, Megan says, from my perspective, my family friends, we all had extra money because the government was giving us free money. We were all of a sudden getting breakfast, lunches, from school for the kids, our gas consumption plummeted because of the WFH situations. I don't know what that means. We didn't need to purchase clothes for work. Kids' sports stopped so that saved money. I'm just saying the amount of extra money we had contributed to the booming economy, not fighting, just showing a middle-class perspective. Um, Amanda says, I also love Ben Shapiro because he's smarter than all of us yeah I have never heard Ben Shapiro, but um I don't dare listen to anybody like that. I try to avoid people that um, influence huge swaths of one side or the other. I don't do that i don't I don't pay attention to those people. You know why? Because I'm susceptible. I know my limits. I'm susceptible to that type of influence. So if I listen to somebody who seems to have an easy job uh, saying the same talking points and everybody else has and uh, makes a convincing argument based on the fluidity of their language and their speaking patterns and shit like that, I avoid that because I'm susceptible to that. And I might actually start to think like whomever. And I don't want to think like anybody. I want to think like me. Now, you who's an idiot, um, that sounds like something that you were influenced by, and now uh, everything he says, you just regurgitate to the other morons who would listen to you. Okay? So I don't, uh, I don't, to me, when I see anybody, like if any of you, were to walk around saying, yeah, man, I listened to that Eric Zane and I I believe him because he's, I'd I'd cringe. I'd be like, yeah, you got to stop that shit, okay? It's entertainment. Don't ever think anything more of it than that. And that's what all of these other, uh, don't think for a second that the Ben Shapiros of the world or the whoever's of the world are um, anything more than just entertainment. Um, Hurricane Ashley says, you love Ben Shapiro and Matt Reif. L M A A A A A A O. Ben writes, and both are hacks. WFH equals working from home. Hurricane Ashley, Ben Shapiro, who admits that out loud? Amanda says he spits facts. No, they go into your ears and into your brain and it doesn't matter what they are. They're going to be facts to you. Okay? I'm guessing. I don't know. I've never. Maybe you're right. I've never, uh, I've never actually listened and don't have any intention to. <laughs> Ashley writes, Google Shapiro debunked. Patrick says, it's kind of like how Roman Reigns was influenced by The Rock and tried to steal Cody Rhodes' WrestleMania moment. Unbelievable. If you say so. Uh, CJINMI writes, people get programmed by constantly repeating the same talking points over and over and over. Ever listen to Hannity? Over and over and over. Yes, that's what I was getting at. And when you are around someone who has um, either just as a regular person heard the same things, they actually become um, quite articulate at repeating those things. And they sound like they know what they're talking about because they've heard it so many times. They got it down, you know, (coughs) which is why I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I don't pay attention to anybody when I'm on, Uh, with christian blatt they say hey what do you think of shane gillis i go who the fuck is shane gillis i don't know who these people are i don't pay attention to any of them i don't want any of their influence on me because i know how i am i'm very i'm i'm kind of like a mark i would uh, i know my limits i would uh you i could sit and watch that goddamn loose change video which i think somehow spins some tale that uh uh, airplanes did not fly into buildings or some shit, or how nine eleven was an inside job. If I watch that fucking shit, I'm gonna finish it, and then be like, oh my god, can you believe it? There was no airplanes. It was all a goddamn f- fiction. That's me. So, i stay away from anything. Like that. I can't do it. Uh, so, all I can do is um, attack people who I think are full of shit, and right now that's Amanda. Amanda's uh, going out on a limb to say, "Yeah, I watch, I listen to Ben Shapiro. He spits facts, and Trump was a great president." You know, I don't, I don't believe any of that. I believe Trump was a shitty president. Okay, even if he did do great things, as you say, I think you look at his body of work. Uh, uh, horrible things happened under his watch. And I, I, I can't stand by and let that, I can with a clear conscience support that. There was a time when I did and I was like, wait a minute, but this is getting a little bit too off the rails here. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me rethink this. Okay. Fuck that guy. Cole says, Ben Shapiro, the rapper. Uh, He says, you got to see the Ben Shapiro rap verse that he did with Cornball Tom McDonald. So damn cringe. I did see it. I did see it. Amanda sent it to me and she loved it. Okay. Nate writes, Trump was not a great president. He was the greatest president. Oh, my God. You are such a dipshit. Linda says... Amanda probably believes the election was stolen. Brian says 55 viewers easy. Woot! Yeah, we've been uh slowly but surely inching our way forward. I I think that's the who are these broadcasters bump. Maybe, I don't know. Uh I want to play um Actually, you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. I still haven't done even one sponsor on this show, and I have to call my pal Rick from TC Paintball. Before we get to that, though, for you folks that are uh, watching the show on Facebook X and YouTube, uh, have a great day. I'm going to send you on your way. If you want the full show, it's available on Twitch. Download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live or... Go to twitch.tv slash live on your desktop or laptop. Download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Send me an email in the Shoreliner's striping inbox, eric at ericzainshow.com. We've got Patreon uh, going on this weekend, a big fraud Sunday. You can join us for free. Just go to patreon.com slash Zane. Uh, the big news on Patreon is um, the appearance and then disappearance of uh, bleeding heart Braden, who was—I mean—he came in like uh, a house of fire when he showed up in early January. Love the show; it's so funny. Finally, glad to be done with Freebear and Outwings, and then he fired me and quit the Patreon because I supported Israel, and he thinks that I like support genocide. He's fucking crazy. And I'm like, oh, okay. You think I support genocide? Well, I got this for you. You hate Jews. Braden says all Jews must die. That's awful. Well, anyway, go fuck yourself. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Back to the show. Uh, Amanda tries to say, maybe it's just all a ruse to get you guys going. Yeah, please. Come on. Ashley says Amanda's giant cans are restricting the blood flow to her brain. Yeah, they're good tits. Look at them. Hey. All right. Thank you to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. When it comes to getting insurance in the marketplace, there's only one person to uh, know. That is Frank. You can take advantage of this no matter where you are in the listening area, any state in the U.S. Just go to buyinsurancehere.com. Mention me and away you go. So, you know, if you do not have health insurance, maybe... You're in between jobs. Your employer does not offer insurance. Maybe you own your own business. Uh, getting insurance is just a click away. Go to buyinsurancehere.com, fill out the information form, and Frank will get in touch with you and ma- get you into a policy like today. Not even kidding you. The services are free. doesn't cost you a dime. He gets paid by insurance companies. Go to buyinsurancehere.com. So much wisdom in our beloved Megan over at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Show mom, real mom, 616-532-6600, irvines.com, ervines.com Uh Get your car repaired at Irvine's. We get ours repaired there, and you should too. Smack dab in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan, Ask about their loaner car program so you don't have to worry about somebody driving you around the area while your car is being repaired. Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579 for A&E, heating and cooling. Uh-oh, we dip below 50. Stay on. Stay on. Even if you have to go away from the phone, leave it on. I want to I be averaging north of 50 for God's sake. Anyway, Joe is here. I see him there right now. 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. Uh, Month of February is done. That means no more DTE rebates for your furnace. Now we got to start scheduling to get those ACs tuned up. Reach out at 616-516-8579. Before I bring Rick in here, Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. When it comes to a mortgage, the trusted expert, let them roll out the red carpet for you at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Don't be shy, especially if you are a first-time borrower. 231-332-6505. For the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right. Boy, what a day. We opened up a can of worms. Amanda saying she's a maga bitch. Hey, I'm a it's the maga day. I had no idea, and now everybody's pissed at her. Good
7: morning, political talk, Eric Zane.
2: Uh, Rick, uh, how are you? It's good to hear your voice, buddy. I am just as good as ever, Eric. Do you listen to any political commentators or like watch them? Zero. Yeah, me too. I don't pay attention to any of that shit.
7: I'm a, I'm a huge sports guy and I can't I get tired of the, the talking heads for sports stuff. I can't stand, you know, uh, analyzing all the bullshit, especially in politics.
2: In sports talk, there used to be a thing where you could watch it and it was actually funny as well as, as, well as informative.
7: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think about that a little bit. Like when you go back to like those days of SportsCenter with Keith Olbermann and uh, uh, what's his ass? Um, Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick, there you go. Yeah, those days. I mean, those were, I mean it was kind of like groundbreaking and shit and it was, it was a lot of fun to watch, but it just seems like it's been done over and over and over again now.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's any really great personalities. I mean, uh, when it comes to sports talk, I think uh, Dan Levitard is, 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 uh, is good. I like Dan Patrick's show. Those are, those are fun and interesting. But it seems like uh, it's almost been uh, inundated with people, you know?
7: Where's Patrick now? Like, I don't remember, I don't ever stumble across him anymore. And I never go looking for him.
2: Well, I know he's, uh, you can get him on the radio locally. Um, and you can still watch his show. So I, I don't think anything's changed. I think he's still just as uh, viable and um, probably even more popular now than he's ever been.
7: Well, I never listen to the radio anymore, so that's probably why I miss him. I'm never just looking around. You know, when you get, when you get like XM radio or whatever, you, you kind of settle into a, to a, uh, um, a genre sometimes and stick there, I guess.
2: Rick, speaking of radio, I'm going to have to give you the app for the radio station that's going to uh, uh, carry my show that's going to start on March 18th. Have you been following that story at all?
7: Well, a little bit, but I've missed some, some episodes this week. So I wanted to, I wanted to get a recap from you on what the, you know, cause I know you were kind of trickling the information out based on when you were able to do it and, and whatnot. Have you, have you told us the name of the Wade radio station?
2: No, no, that's going to be announced. I believe next week. So as soon as the radio station gives me the okay, then yes.
7: But are you telling me that it has to be an app? I can't just listen over the, over the airwaves.
2: Ah, uh, you cannot listen over the air because we're you and I are too far away. Really? Yeah.
7: So it's not a local station, huh?
2: No, no, not at all.
7: But you okay? So, but you're going to be doing the show from your dormer, yeah? Yes, sir. Okay. See, I, you know, when when a change like this happens, you know, and in no offense, but you want to be like, yeah, I'm going to do everything just the same, and I'm just going to add this. But, I mean, let's be honest. You add a workload to a workload, and sometimes things get, you know. The uh, reprioritized a little bit, I guess.
2: Yeah, well, it, it, absolutely. I mean, the simple fact that the time change is is that's different. That's exactly to your point.
7: Yeah, so you know, your audience is going to be different because a lot of these people, you know, including me, listen on the way in and whatnot. I know. So, you know, that, some of them have that same freedom and flexibility. And what do you say? The ten o'clock hour, you're planning on starting?
2: I plan on starting at ten.
7: So. In my mind, do you remember when um, I don't know if you were ever ever listened to like Open Anthony, but they would do the I can't remember exactly the details, but they had like the radio show and then the podcast. And in between, they would walk like from building to building to set up for the next one. Isn't that right?
2: Uh, kind of. They went from um, uh, like terrestrial radio studios over to the serious studios.
7: So then will you do something like that? I mean, obviously you're not going to walk from room to room, but will you, when your radio show is just trickling down and winding down for the day, will you talk about, hey, join me on my podcast and, you know, we'll continue the story about this and I'll say fuck a lot more and things like that?
2: I think eventually, um, I, I actually, the owners of the radio station were like, oh, you got to talk about the podcast. And I was like, well, pump the brakes a little bit. And they're like, why? I go, well, <laughs> I, I go, the podcast is so different. And and I don't. I mean, I, I'm going to be brand new to this radio audience, and well, some of the shit I say on the podcast is pretty rough. I don't, you know, I mean, radio is a way different animal than podcasting. And if they're starting to trust me, you know, as doing a radio show, if they suddenly start hearing me say the word twat and shit like that, I mean, that's a, that's very jarring for people. Well, how about if you introduce Kent? Oh, well, I'm sorry. What if, What about when you introduce Kent? Kent drop the E out of you? Well, that, right. <laughs> that might even be something I eventually say on the radio because you got you gotta figure it out in your head. right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know i i uh, I think eventually I will get to that point. In fact, I like the idea of even starting the podcast as I'm finishing the radio show and then just segue right into it so that one oh. ends and the other begins, you know.
7: I think it's got to, because if you don't, and this is just my opinion, just my opinion, kind of like double fart, Mike, but just my opinion, I feel like if you don't keep that momentum, it's kind of like when you were planning on doing something when you get home from work and then you sit down for a few minutes and then that thing never gets done. You know, it's so easy to get off that momentum sometimes.
2: Absolutely. And when you're talking into a mic, it doesn't matter if you're talking to 50 people online or uh, talking on a New York radio station. As long as there's that, um, urgency of your live, you stay at a heightened level of alertness, and if you, in the second you let your guard down, okay, now I can relax. I know that that's how it is for me. So we we are uh, are, are speaking the same language regarding that.
7: Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm skeptical. You know what I mean? And I I hope that you are able to to kind of find the formula where the radio show will have its own success, and the podcast won't be completely forgotten, and that'll still continue to happen you know you're adding you know more than a four-hour workday to what you're already doing so that's a lot i don't know if i could add four hours of a new venture to what i do every day you know my day is pretty full
2: yeah i know i know that's um that's that's no doubt something that uh, comes to mind i i think part of it is the radio show um i'm talking for small amounts of time and then you're playing music so there's okay. there's time there where i can prepare for the podcast you know okay I mean?
7: that's Yeah. And that that lessens your, uh, you know, your need to drive content or create content rather.
2: Right. You know, I have it all, I have prepared it in my brain from 6am to 10am. So the second 10am starts, I've already got it done. All I have to do is say what I had planned on saying and I still plan now, but, um, this will give me even more time to percolate on it. The hardest thing is the hours I have to get up very early. That's, that's the hardest thing.
7: But that's that's ingrained in you, right? You did that for a long, long time. It's just, you got to kind of rewaken that one up.
2: Yep, yep. Should uh, it should be fine, and I should be done with my day at about the same time. And then, and then I plan during the spring, summer, fall to go paint parking lots with Tim over at Shoreliners. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just like money. I just I want to make money.
7: Okay. I think we're all motivated to a degree in that realm. But, I mean, I'm not going to ask you what you're getting paid by this radio gig. But if you were getting by doing what you were doing with Patreon and the the sponsors for regular podcasts, and now you're adding a legitimate income, do you really need the money?
2: Well, here's the thing. I'm at a spot where I've had to um, dip into my savings to pay for my daughter's education. And and it's a lot. So I want to kind of earn as much as I can to make that um to make myself whole because you know that was money i was planning on living on when i when i got old so sure. at least for a little bit i uh, i, I want to see how i do at least for a summer but who knows that could change if i suddenly burn out i don't think i will though it better to burn out than to fade away rick i think
7: it's exciting as far as the opportunity goes because obviously you know we're all yeah, we all pay attention to you know what people say and do we don't always agree with it or whatever but you know the loudest the loudest complainers are the people that don't like you and obviously you get some support here and there too but the loudest people are the ones that complain about it. But someone coming to you and offering you a job you know in your own realm in the industry, I think that's a good justification for you you can be like you know what fuck all you people I am not dried up I you know I can drive more content than just talking about free beer's hair. you know I, I, I still have- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love the hair though. It's, it's, it's definitely worth a conversation every so often.
7: Uh, you know, my, it's funny. My wife said to me something or said, uh, said to me the other day about, uh, she was listening to something that happened on the Freebird and hot Wheels show. And I'm like, you still listen to that. And I used to be a pretty big, uh, a pretty big listener to that every day. And I just, I can't like, if, if I'm, if I'm not listening to like, uh, uh, XM or whatever, or lithium or whatever I'm listening to, and I'm looking for something to listen to, I will listen to anything but that. And I, I just, you know, I don't know those guys on a personal level, but what I know about them, I just, I just feel dirty with it. Fuck, I just, I can't do it.
2: You know, um, that, I don't mind so much the dirty part. I mean, to me, it's like, whatever. My, the biggest thing that I, I gather is I just find myself, it's hard to pay attention to what they're doing because it's just not that interesting to me. And and you take away, oh yeah, Easy's always pissed and he hates them. Well, no, it doesn't really have to do with that. It has to do with the fact that there was a time when it was the neatest fucking thing in the world and somewhere down the road... Um, that stopped and they're not they they don't really lift a finger to actually do anything and and i think that they're doing the bare minimum but at the end of the day they seem to be pretty happy and uh and and enjoying themselves so i guess maybe uh uh there's you know there's that in my face i guess
7: no, I mean I don't I don't blame you at all for having an opinion or even talking about it because I mean you were there in the beginning you you were there when all three of you guys were you know talking about how you know someday we're trying to hit it big and then you did you know and then you know you didn't ride off into the sunset there was uh there was several more seasons of that show that we had to get through and there was some drama that had to go along with it um, but I mean you know someone that was there from the very beginning that helped them maybe drove very crucial parts of that success. I'd have an opinion too. And I would fucking talk about it. There's no doubt about it, especially with what happened to the relationship later on.
2: Uh, I will say this, and I've talked about this openly, um, for two years prior to getting fired, no one really cared. We would, um, you know, it was, we were going through the motions, get in there, didn't have anything planned. We weren't doing any, any of those fun bits. We stopped doing all the fun adventures, like sending Joe to the Lindsey Lohan thing. And, uh, uh, the royal wedding and we had the running of the bulls; those were all high high points, you know, um, that we had planned. And we would we would uh, because of the time change, we were so committed to those segments, um, especially in England. We would come back to the radio station in the middle of the afternoon to record Joe's adventures in England, and then we would edit it all up uh, at night, and then come back to the radio station early and um, and then play them. Play the audio. You know, it was all those extra steps that we would do that we kind of got out of that. And um, and we didn't really care because we were getting fat and making money. Sure, sure. But who can blame them? You know, that, that happens to a lot of people. But I've, yeah. I've been quick to point that out because um, I was part of that type of attitude. You know, I don't <laughs> want to be the one to say, oh, yeah, I left and they went to shit. That's not true at all. The show went to shit prior to me leaving. I was part of the shit.
7: I would, uh, you know, if it was a, an '80s TV movie, you know, in the in the last 15 minutes, you guys get to back, get back together. You talk about the fights that you had. You uh, you kind of discuss the past and talk about how fun it was coming up and shit. And then you ride off. And, uh,
2: yeah, that, I don't know. If- that would be cool. But I personally don't like Greg. Like, there's there's so much. I would, I, I've established so much of a rapport with a, a group of people who also don't like Greg. If I were to ever have a conversation with Greg, I'd look like the biggest goddamn phony ever because there's so many, there's a litany of boring reasons why I actually just don't like the guy.
7: Well, yeah, most of through the way that he's acted and treated you, right? Absolutely. It, it all okay. comes to that. Okay. So, hypothetically, what if you came here and said, you know what, Eric? You know what? I was kind of a dickhead to you. Yes, you were a dickhead. You're, you're, that was kind of your shtick. You were you were you were known and expected to be a dickhead. But in in the on the personal side of things, I was kind of a dickhead to you, and I apologize for that. What would you do if that happened?
2: I would instantly forgive him.
7: Would you Would you tell him that you have to punch him in the stomach and then he can move forward?
2: Well, I wouldn't do that. I would I would be very appreciative of that um, of that moment, and uh, I would reciprocate. I'm not I'm not that type to like. You know, uh, just never, ever acknowledge anybody's, uh, a, vul- a vulnerable moment like that. I would absolutely, uh, that would be a wonderful, wonderful thing if that happened. But until then, I'm still going to make fun of his stupid fucking hair. Sure. Now, okay. So
7: you you know these guys. You lived with them. You traveled with them. You moved with them. You made huge life life changing decisions with them over the years. Do you think that when him and Hot Wings are together and they're discussing things, and obviously you're on their radar because you do the you know who are these free beers and shit like that. So you know they have to roll their eyes about your content or what you say online and shit. So you come up as a talking point, I'm sure. Do you think that they ever think you know what we waited too long to get rid of him? We should got should have got rid of him years before, or do you think that there's a part of them that realizes that, you know what? He helped us build this and he's entitled to an opinion. Where do you think that opinion
2: lies? The first one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they, 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 they would acknowledge what, what we build, but, um, they're probably very, very upset at the direction of the things I do now. So, and that stands to reason. Um, sure. I mean, I know I would be, um, so yeah, I, I think probably the first one.
7: Do you think that they, that they, if, if you weren't involved at all, if you guys never linked up together, would they be where they are now? Or do you think that they acknowledge that you were part of that success?
2: Um, it sounds, it's, it's embarrassing to talk about because it sounds ridiculous. But if we didn't go the direction that we did and do the things that we did together, and which a lot of that came from ideas that I stole from other radio shows. They would have never have they would have never have approached um, things the way they did. So yes, in a lot of ways, I, I do take credit for that. I think you should. And uh, and I and I feel very good about it. But at the same time, um, they they reciprocated and we built it all together, and it was great but then there came a time when things got ugly and they've forgotten all of that. So they don't believe any of that. I can guarantee you.
7: Sure. Sure. It's interesting. You know, the, the evolution that we go through in this life, it's interesting, you know, the the turns that you take and you know, uh, people that you work with now might not be the people you work with later on. It's it's just interesting to, to uh, think about.
2: You're damn right. I appreciate your questions. I thought those were all very good. I thought it was interesting what you just did there. You kind of pulled off an interview. Well done. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I'll say that anybody who interviews me, that's worth talking about. You know me.
7: <laughs> well, who's your favorite person again?
2: Uh, I don't know. What? What did I? What did I forget? You? You? Oh yeah, I'm. <laughs> I get where you're going. Okay. Sometimes I sometimes I miss the cues. Okay. Um. So what's going on? Axe throwing? Ready to go this weekend? Yeah, not not quite. We are going to be playing paintball outside this weekend
7: though. Um. It uh, you know we're finally succumbing to what Michigan is uh, allowing us to do is get out on the outdoor fields, get those ready to go. So that's exciting. You know it feels like uh, it feels like spring is here, even if uh, Michigan does the old dipsy do over the next couple weeks and uh, gives us another winter storm or something. because you know that's coming?
2: Uh, schedule at tcpaintballgr.com. In closing, um, I had a conversation with you at the paintball war, paintball war number twenty three, the battle for the Rio Grande. A good time. We had a good time. Do you remember, every? if you can go back and search what I talked to you about, you will realize that I gave you a geographic clue as to where my radio show is going to be heard and originating from. You did? I did. I asked you a question. You were the first person I said any, I had a question about something. And um, we had a conversation. And uh, I was asking for a specific reason, which you don't know of. But in that talk, we talked about something on a geographical level.
7: Was it when we were standing there talking to uh, Tyler and the, the Kuiper brothers?
2: I don't recall. What was the topic?
7: I mean, we just stood and bullshitted for a few minutes. Okay. And I-, or two. But, I, came, uh,
2: I came up and asked you a direct question about something. And it was just you and I, huh? Yeah.
7: Son of a bitch. I don't remember it. have A little bit of uh, stress because of the pizza situation. Hoping that you know, I was hoping that you were going to get back in a timely manner, and I wasn't going to have to like sing and dance.
2: <laughs> no, it was good. I asked you something, and um, I'll explain it when it, when the time is right. If you, but until then, you have to think about some of the things we talked about. You can figure it out for yourself.
7: I'm disappointed in myself because a lot of times I'll pick up on things like that. And, and you slid one by me and tested me and I failed that test, man, that bums me out.
2: Yeah. But I wasn't going into it with like, Hey, I'm going to give Rick a, uh, a, a, a morsel, a nugget, if you will. I was just, was before, that was before anybody knew anything. Right. Um, okay. So I found the event was on a Sunday. Yeah. I had, um, been informed of the deal on Friday. Before that, and the deal was done on Saturday, and you were the but, first person I ever said anything to.
7: Right. So okay. So it wasn't talked about. It wasn't alluded to. So I didn't really have a reason to think there was, nope. something that was gonna- no one
2: was going to. No. Context wise, there was nothing there. Okay. So don't don't beat yourself up over it.
7: It bums me out though. I want to know. I want to go back and maybe if I go back and look at my security cameras, I'll see us standing there talking, and it'll jog my memory somehow.
2: <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Uh, it was great. It's great conversation, as always. Have a busy, fun weekend, and my best to you and yours.
7: Hey, 421 is the next available Sunday evening that I, that I thought we could we could schedule paintball war number 24. I don't know if that works with you or not, and you don't have to tell me now, yeah. but that's the one on my radar, so maybe just get back to me about it.
2: Okay, I will get back to you. Sounds good. 421. All right, buddy. Thank you. Talk to you soon. There you go. Rick from TC Paintball. Ben writes, are you not on where free beer and hot wings are on because you're in a bigger market. What I don't get what you're asking me? Can you maybe clean that up a little bit? Uh, Tyler says my probably wrong guess. Hey, there's another TC paintball in Lansing. What are the people in the Lansing area? Like, like something like that. Uh, Rick says, is free beer and hot wings in the same market that you're going to? No. <clears throat> I I want to say, I want to follow up with more on that. But I got to leave something to the imagination on this deal, you know? Are you not on where free beer and hot wings are on because you're in a bigger market like New York? Are you, wait a minute. Are you... Asking me if I'm in New York or going to be out in New York? Come on now. No. I th- I'm not sure ex- if that's what you're asking. But you're, you seem slightly retarded in the asking of that question. I still don't even know what the fuck you want me to answer. Linda says, Freebron Hotwings appeal to the lowest common denominator. Now the Zaniacs probably listen to them. No, I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree that they appeal to the lowest common denominator. Um, It's a very uh, saccharine, safe type of uh, bit of content. To me, lowest common denominator is just all, like, fucking uh, 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 sexy guy talk. You know? No, they're just, um, it's just uh, extremely uninspired and boring and um, they, they they work very hard to make it seem like it's fantastic. And it's not. Ben says you either slipped up and said New York or were referring to Opie and Anthony. No, I was referring to Opie and Anthony. Tyler says Huge would ask Eric how much he's getting paid. That's so true. Bill is so into how much money I make. It's like, what what doing he thinks I don't make any money he thinks that people take advantage of me I will say that several of you have gotten it correct Tim Kuyper has got it correct Uh, Linda and Maureen got it correct well I actually told them (coughs) excuse me I forget who else else got it right it might have been Chris K I gotta guess somebody said Tennessee Incorrect. Someone said Detroit. No, no, no. no. Um, I can't remember if Monday the cat is out of the bag, or next Monday. Joe Spalding texts me. He says that was hilarious. He's referring to his Trump call. Uh, speaking of politics. Uh, I heard from um, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. I'll get to that in just a second. He was in the news. He froze up last year a couple times just standing there. His brain just went on lockdown. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen when I saw that. Well, we're going to hear from him in a second. Hire me on Cameo, Cameo.com slash Eric Zang. My cameos are fun. They're just 20 bucks, and they're the best. Uh, King's Room Barbershop. I'm getting a haircut today. Why, you ask? Let me show you. So typically every day, I put no product. I have product in my hair to put it down and put it to the side. I have my uh, uh, pomade. Well, that does a great job of putting it the way I want it to be. But sometimes it just gets too belligerently long, so look, okay, it doesn't look as bad as it did when I started the show, but it's going straight up in the air like fucking uh heat miser. It's so damn long. So uh, Andy over at King's room, in fact, I'm just going to leave the hat off because it looks so ridiculous is uh is doing a number on it today. I'll be at the King's Room in Wyoming at 821 36th Street. They have three locations, the Wyoming one, the Caledonia one, and the um, uh, Northland Drive. <coughs> ah, damn it. Ryan says, I think that hair is mega sexy. Stevie says, Billy Idol. Rick says, it's hard to follow political talk, but I'm glad we were able to change lanes and talk about something fun. Linda says, nope, I guessed it and you confirmed. Oh! Oh! Concerning Freebird and Hot Wings, Ben said they appeal to housewives and dumb dudes that like Ted Lasso. Rick says hair reminds him of something about Mary. Rebecca says silver fox. If I go to King's Room and ask for the Zane, will they know what to do? No. We haven't gotten that far. Anyway, go to King's Room. Uh, the website is kingsroom.net. Haircuts are 19 bucks. If you go to Jude's, Lady Jane's, Sport Clips, Zach's, or anywhere else, try King's Room Barbershop just once. <clears throat> We've got basketball this weekend. Grand Rapids Gold in action. Get your tickets at grandrapidsgold.com. Uh, Sunday, 5 p.m., Van Andel Arena. I want to see you there. Come see me. Come see the gold. You will love the games. You'll love the action and intensity of G-League basketball in Grand Rapids. The Grand Rapids Gold, the G-League affiliate to the world champion Denver Nuggets. GrandRapidsGold.com for tickets. Impact Power Sports invites you to go to their website, ImpactPowerSportsMI.com. Check them out. Some of the fun things that you can buy. uh, ATVs, electric bikes, four-wheelers, three-wheelers motorcycles you name it yamaha golf carts michigan's newest yamaha golf cart dealer is impact power sports in rockford michigan they're along 14 mile road go see drew and the crew over there kathy mason uh ron the godfather as bill likes to call him, and uh check out the selection or just go online and see what they have to offer impact with a full service department too uh to make sure your toys are in good running order at Impact Power Sports, I understand that Bill made a comment the other day about Impact Power Sports. That uh, Ben Glaze said my way because uh, sent my way because they advertise on the huge show, and uh, Bill was doing a commercial for Impact. This is what he said:
3: At Impact Power Sports, they also have e-bikes, quads, side by side. Yard toys for the big boys and the big girls at Impact Power.
2: That yeah, that made Ben laugh. The fact that yeah, the big boys and the big
3: girls. Power sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side by side yard toys for the big boys and the big girls.
2: All right. Thank you, Ben. Impact Power sports, MI.com. Okay, I got to go get some water and um, go tinkle and fix my hair. I'll be back with more. Show's not quite done yet. Uh, After this. After this.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited-edition, ultra-low-net-carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
2: All right. <laughs> Calfade. Trump, with the great president. Oh, my God. It's either incredibly ballsy... Or just dumb. Can't figure out. (coughs) I feel like I'm uh, running out of gas here. My throat is starting to hurt me. (laughs) Mitch McConnell wraps up his career. He's stepping down as leader of of the Senate think he's still a senator, right? That doesn't mean he's not a senator anymore. Audio check, video check. Here we go.
6: Tonight, in a stunning shift for Republicans, the most consequential and controversial Senate leader in modern history announcing he's stepping down. It's time
1: for the next generation of leadership.
6: Top Senate Republican Mitch... They're like hoping, don't freeze up. Don't do another freeze job. McConnell says he'll give up his leadership position in November after an unprecedented 18 years atop the GOP and retire at the end of his term in 2027, at times emotional. I love the Senate. It's been my life. It comes after the 82-year-old recently suffered two freezing episodes in public where he was unable to speak. Uh. And he's also... So bad. Faced growing criticism from fellow Republicans who, unlike McConnell, have embraced Republican frontrunner Donald Trump. McConnell served with seven presidents, becoming a frequent foil for Barack Obama, whose appointment of Merrick Garland for a Supreme Court seat he single-handedly blocked, clearing the way for Trump to appoint Neil Gorsuch, part of a conservative reshaping of the courts which became his proudest achievement. Later, falling out with Mr. Trump over January 6th, but voting to acquit in his impeachment trial. President Trump is practically and morally responsible
1: for provoking the events of the day.
2: So why didn't you vote to impeach him then?
6: I don't know, I don't
2: understand that.
6: The former president has taunted McConnell as a broken down hack politician.
4: I don't know that I can work with him.
6: And mocked his wife, a Trump administration cabinet secretary, as crazy and with racist language. President Biden paying tribute to McConnell. I wish we could have heard that racist language. Connell, today. Thanks for watching.
2: Trump, Biden doesn't even know who he is. Come on now. Those freezing episodes, they were just so strange.
1: Uh, Big fraud, Zane. Uh,
2: I got this message in my voicemail on the overnight.
1: Uh, this is your pal, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. I, uh, well, I, I, I thought I'd take you up on that offer last summer. You, you, you mentioned wanting to you know, go camping with me, in your, your uh, place. Well. In northern Michigan, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm stepping down after my term is over as our Senate minority leader, you know. I never thought, you know, when I was 42 in 1984, I uh, stepped into the Senate and, you know, it's, you know just amazing, uh,
2: you know, big fraud. It just ends. What's up with that whistle to start? Uh,
1: Big Fraud Zane. uh, uh, This is your pal, Senate Minority Leader. Okay.
2: Kenny writes. He sounds like when you try to play a record backwards. Looking for the satanic hidden messages. The whistle is the best part. Too friggin' funny, says Becky Karsten. Solid Poncho writes, is he parked teapot? Tyler says, somebody upload, quote, somebody upload the stepping down speech to the Mitch bot and for the love of God, make sure he's fully charged this time. Chris says he's probably still on the line and just froze up. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, good for him. He should step down. So do you remember that uh, moon lander, that uh, that that weird anticlimactic landing on the moon? And uh, you, we didn't see any footage, which was such a letdown. I thought for sure we were going to see the actual lander landing on the moon from the perspective of the lander like they did for the Mars deal, but they didn't. It was really anticlimactic last week when it uh, landed. But I, I And I hadn't heard about this. For, I, I did a little bit, but not really sure. Um, I guess it had tipped over upon landing. And uh, that's not good. And now it's uh, stopped working. Um, Headline reads, The Odysseus lasted longer than anticipated after it ended up on its side with hobbled solar power and communications, but it was able to transmit for a week. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, This image right here, I'll share with you. This is what I was looking for. This is the image I was looking for. Uh, That's the sun landing on the moon. And then I think over here in the lower right, that's a crescent earth, a portion of a crescent earth, as is this here. It looks like the pictures are almost like superimposed upon each other. Uh, definitely over here on the side is a, is a crescent earth is the way it was described to me, or at least the way it was actually described. But the damn thing fell over. I guess when they were landing it, uh, it one of the legs was on like a rock or something like that. And uh, that was it. As uh, Reverend Rowdy Ron checks in for the first time in a while, he says, uh, good morning. What are you talking about? Talking about the moon landing, Ron. It's been too long. Tyler says you can really see the flatness of the earth from that angle. I'm glad you say all this because there is a, uh, a football player is in the news uh, from Texas Tech. and he's a uh, defensive back, and the Lions may end up drafting this guy if they're lucky because he's that good. But why am I talking about him after I talk about, uh, after Tyler makes that comment about flat earth? <coughs> Excuse me. This uh, this was sent to me, and just by reading the headline, the uh, Texas Tech defensive back Tyler Owens I thought, well, this is uh, this is a great reason to draft him. He doesn't like space, or he doesn't believe in space. And i like, well, yeah, that's definitely something that you want to hear a defensive back say, and the guy who's going to cover the offense's receivers. You want him to say, I don't believe in space, because he's on top of the guy. But that's not what he's saying at all. Texas Tech of Tyler... Uh, Tyler Owens of Texas Tech, formerly of Texas Tech, they're at the uh, draft combine, and this is where the players, they run, they jump, they see how athletic they are, and they also talk to them. And um, if you're a retard, your draft stock falls. Well, unfortunately, Tyler Owens is a retard. And he is saying that he actually doesn't believe in space, like space, like go-to-the-moon space. He believes that... Uh, it's our planet, and that's it. There's nothing else that exists. We are the only ones. I am not making this up. Um, here's the interview with him. You can actually hear his draft stock falling when this idiot starts talking.
3: You're discussing that you don't believe in. No, I don't believe in space. I'm like, what
1: are you talking no, about where really, so I think we're right now. now other planets and stuff like that. Um, what, what what led you to that point? Uh, to believe that? Um, well, like, I really, I thought you should believe like he does such a thing, like he's a baller and stuff and stuff, but then like, I started seeing like flat hurts and stuff and I was like, they're just kind of interesting and then they start bringing up battle points. So, I mean, I don't
2: know. It could, be, it could be real. You know what I'm saying? No, so, no, well, it's, it's, not, it's not real. Awesome, man. You guys are just awesome, man. Yeah, good job, man. My God. Okay. Uh, So that dude says in front of people that he does not believe in space. (coughs) Excuse me. I thought I used to believe in the heliocentric thing where we used to revolve around the sun and stuff. But then I started seeing flat earth stuff, and I was like, this is kind of interesting. They started bringing up valid points. So, I mean, I don't know. Could be real. Couldn't it be? No, it can't be. Uh, In making their decisions to draft him, NFL teams will have to let his talent eclipse his unconventional beliefs. Now, can you imagine if Dan Campbell drafted this guy? If Dan Campbell did draft him. He would be like, all right, no one ever wants to hear you talking about this crazy shit, all right? He has just put a scarlet letter on him for stupidity Um, because very often now it's what's going on between the ears that's going to get you drafted. If you're an exceptional talent but clearly a dumb fuck like this guy, you've cost yourself money. He, with this comment that he doesn't believe in space – has cost himself millions of dollars. And good. It should be that way. We shouldn't let dumb fucks have a lot of money. I don't believe in space. I'm real religious, so I think we're alone right now. I don't think there's other planets and other stuff like that. Said Tyler Owens, former Texas Tech defensive back. What a dumb fuck. That is so embarrassing. You fucking moron. CGNMI says, if Trump said the world was flat or or there was no space, the MAGA folks would fall in line. Oh, let's hope he does that. I would love to see people like Nate Bull say, yeah, the earth is flat is really annoyed he says hey fucker what valid points I want to hear some of these facts what are your valid points because someone said it and you heard it Kenny says might as well be saying I don't believe in air Tyler says Texas tech admins are face palming because this asshole went to their school and is broadcasting how dumb he is so true what an idiot stand by Ugh. my god thank you to rick at tc paintball for joining us today <clears throat> tc paintball i'm running out of gas so i'm gonna go through these fast uh support the green medicine shop that's where i want you to get your can uh cannabis in greenville michigan the green medicine thank you so much. Uh, Get your cannabis there. Tag accounting. Get your taxes done from the tax hobbit at tag accounting. Online at tagcpa.net. Tech support provided by Blue Frost IT. And go to my Vouch store to buy great products. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. Your asshole of the day today. Uh, Yesterday it was Braden the pussy. That would be Bleeding Heart Braden, who just went away. What an asshole. Um, All right. Today's asshole of the day is Amanda for proclaiming her love for Trump and saying he was a great president. That is your asshole of the day today. That is my time. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Thank you for being here. Talk to you down the road. And bye-bye.